Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Hoovering, the podcast about eating. I'm Jessica Fosterkew. I love eating as much as anything else in the world, but also it sometimes brings me conflict, shame and all sorts of other things that are rubbish. It's complicated and I think fascinating. This is a conversation with an interesting soul, not just about food, but about gobbling it up, or if you will, hoovering. Hello, thanks so much for listening to this Hoovering podcast. I'm so glad you guys have been liking it. Um, if this is your first time you're listening, I hope you like it. If you do, do what the others have been doing and tell other people about it, even if you just tell one other person. Or every time you rate, review and subscribe, that does wonders. This podcast doesn't have any PR. So every time you tell someone else about this, either online or in person, then you're doing me hugest of huge favours. Also, if you're really into it and you've got any spare money, I'm on this amazing site called Patreon where for various monthly amounts from as tiny as $2, um, I'll give you hoovering related prizes or rewards, I think they're officially called. Go and have a look, see if it's something you might be into. Patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod. Thank you so much. Let's get on with the good stuff. So this week I'm talking to an actor from Camden called Nahel Tsekgai. She's got some glorious Eritrean heritage and therefore cooking tips. And she's currently starring in the massive smash hit sellout now transferred to the West End hit, The Jungle. It's about the Calais jungle and it's off the charts powerful. You have to see it. Anyway, we did some hoovering together on the set of the actual play, which is fitting as the play is set in a makeshift restaurant that... Uh, they really had in the jungle, which also served as a meeting place and a safe space and all sorts of things. 
There's some aircon on in the background, which we've, um, well, I say we've, I mean, my excellent producer, Emma, have done some skillful work to reduce the background hum of, but apologies if it's still annoying, basically. It was worth it to be in such a special location. And as ever, like with any consistent background noise, um, it does fade quickly into your subconscious as the conversation goes on. There's a lot of laughter this week. We'll start now with Nahel politely going through the rigmarole of teaching me how to say her last name. But have you got a dumbed down version that you give some morons? Of course. <laughs> of course I do. But it is. Tez Guy. Tez Guy. Yeah. Guy. 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 Which means wealth in my language. Does it? But I'm a struggling artist. I don't know how well that's worked for me. But we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> it's not fair, is it? When no. you're not nominatively determined. No. My, um... Surname Foster Q means strong sword or strong shield. Oh my god, Game of Thrones life. Quite Game of Thronesy, but also a little bit contradictory. <laughs> Isn't it? Good hearing you. And it's a sort of generally confused jack of all trades. I think I've, that is quite nominatively determined. But you know, numerology says that you are going to be whoever you are because of your name. So right. How do you feel like that has affected you? Well, your my life? first name means God is looking. Really? I think, well, all the time, the perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what does Nahel mean? Nahel means honeybee. That's nice. So you're yeah. meant to be sweet. Oh, actually, and extinct. <laughs> we start there. <laughs> but they're so important. I feel I like guess. it's, in terms of like, hipsters love it. Hipsters do love it, yeah. Um, I can smell these things I've made. So I wonder, well, well first of all, should we eat first or talk about where we are? I mean, I feel like we have to address where we are. This is so cool. Okay, yeah, let's start there then. We're on the set of a play that you're in. Yeah. In a restaurant. In a restaurant or cafe, restaurant cafe slash cafe, yeah. yeah. So it's, yeah, it's so weird talking about it because I'm here all the time. So I don't see the, to me, it's like so normal but for other people it's like oh my god I can't believe they turned a West End theatre into something like this but yeah They've, you've done it we did it um, we really so the play is called The Jungle well technically Mir- Miriam Duther did it but fair enough just, yeah. yes yeah that's credit. true <laughs> <laughs> this is um, so it's a, it's based on The Jungle in Calais yeah uh, and you were in this play and I've been seeing it it's amazing <laughs> like, I did have to, uh, just a sort of warning for anyone that was thinking to, I mean, I just want everyone in the universe to come and see it, but I did just have to sit in my chair and blub for <laughs> half an hour after it was over. They allowed you um, to stay half an intense. hour? No, I'm exaggerating. For effect, All comedians yeah. do. Yeah. Um, my friend did, wouldn't have allowed me to stay for half an hour. She was fine, actually. Um, so it's up to the listener to decide whether I'm perhaps over-emotional and she's dead inside, or if you can be somewhere in between and come and watch the play and have a normal emotional mm. reaction. I would say she was dead inside. Okay, I'm good. Not an Thank you. Thank things. you. Alexa, if you're listening. <laughs> Hi, Alexa. Thanks Alexa. for coming. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, she was obviously moved by it too. It's intense. Um, but it's this is set in a restaurant that... Uh, is a likeness of a restaurant, yeah. cafe, meeting place, so many things, so much more than a restaurant yeah. that was in the real jungle. Yeah. Um, it's bonkers. And we're surrounded by food, obviously, because it's a restaurant. But yeah. there's real food in the play. I know, but because you weren't sitting down here, you didn't get any. But we have chai tea and we have um, naan bread. 
Well, the cast we eat as well during the show. I don't know yeah, I know. So if I haven't had a lunch break, you know, it's, it's a great fine. job. It's a great job. Yeah, it's all going to be okay. You're going to get. <laughs> what food do you eat? During, what's in those takeaway? Because you can't see when you're sitting up there. Rice and yes. well, it's supposed to be rice and beans, but yeah. technically it's rice and chickpeas, okay. which actually I prefer because it means that I don't fart through the duration <laughs> of the day. <laughs> I know it's an immersive experience, but I don't actually want to put people through that. <laughs> people are going to be able to be yeah, exactly. If it's like a four D encounter. You're going to be smelling the food, tasting the food. Yeah, they can the smell a few trumps along the way as well, make totally. it a fully realistic experience. Yeah. I brought some food in, into this restaurant. Okay. Let's see if it's nice. Did you I, make it? Uh, yeah. And that, so it smells good. I'm going to give myself that. Oh, it smells amazing, actually. It Have smells good. Them? No. So it's... Mm, um, it smells great. They're uh, apple muffins. They're vegan. Oh, and there's brilliant. no sugar. <laughs> so basically... Oh, uh, so there's something... Bit of plastic <laughs> in a cupcake. There's something that could have been amazing until I described... Yeah. It's it's uh, huge pitfalls. Listen, veganism uh, is changing the world right I now, agree. okay? Yeah, that's why I flirt with it. Speak, because we spoke about farts, cow yeah. farts now, unless. Oh. So we're not, yeah. you know this, I mean? Us enduring this cake mm. has meant that one more cow can have beans for dinner. Mm. <laughs> is it cooked? Is it cooked? Oh, God. It's cooked. I like it. Mm. Does it matter if it's cooked, if it's vegan? Um, not as much. No, vegans no. aren't having food poisoning all the time, are they? No. Mm. Mm. That's all right. That's all right. I don't say myself. It's kind of doughy in the middle. Mm. Mm. And there's like a crunchy topping. So it's got courgette in it. Basically, I'll get Ooh. a veg and fruit Sorry. box. Yeah. And then um, I have a load of apples and courgettes. I've heard so courgettes I... are really good for like vegan ba- ve- vegan. Vegan baking. And Viking baking. Oh, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Which you originate from because your name means sword and whatever. Yeah. Mm. It is, yeah. Saxon. Yeah, so I looked up a recipe that would have those things in. Mm. And then the toppings, like loads of different types of nut. Nuts, yeah. I haven't got a nut allergy. You'd be dead. Yeah. I was going to play I am amazing at checking in time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's oats, loads of different types of nuts and some coconut oil, and then you, like, toast it for a bit. I feel really healthy eating this. Mm. God bless yeah. you. I think a lot of this... Um, Sorry, I've got crumbs on your... I'm just picking them up and eating them. Do you know what? <laughs> Waste not, want not. We're right? like... <laughs> yeah. It's good crumb, though, to say. It was it's all right. very nutty. Uh, so, I want to know about you. Where Are you from London? Yeah, I'm from yeah. Camden. Camden! Camden town. Um, Growing up in Camden, food-wise, must have been a thick... Right, that's cool or not? Well, it would be cool if your mum let you eat out, but um, fine. No, yeah, I guess it was cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think. I did try a few things when I was younger that I probably wouldn't have gotten in any other area. What were you eating at home then? Well, at home, my mum likes to cook Eritrean foods. Okay, tell me about Eritrean food because I haven't got a clue. You haven't got a clue. Have you had Ethiopian food before? Really recently, for the first time from the a stall, the stall in Greenwich. Yes. I don't know if stalls really make it authentic. Oh, really? I've been to a few stalls and they do like like fusion versions of fine. But Ethiopian and Eritrean food is basically the same. Right. Because you know, we have similar history, yeah, blah blah yeah. blah. So yeah, it's just sour bread with lots of like different kinds of sauces mm. and um, spiced sauces. Very spiced or not spiced at all. Right. We have different oh, Really? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we do. Um and because 
of the religious backgrounds of Eritrea and Ethiopia, yeah. there is, coming up to Easter during Lent, we technically, quote-unquote, fast. Yeah. But really, we just all go vegan. Right, vegan. okay, okay. So we have those kind of options as well. So they are the less spicy options. Cool. Yeah, so I had that. My mum also lived in a lot of Arab countries, so mm-hmm. I would have, like, Lebanese rice or... Wicked. Yeah, just random. And then, obviously, we were colonised by Italy, so mm-hmm. we have... So our foreign food yep. is usually, like, pasta or lasagna and stuff. Do you know, I'm history cretin i didn't know anything about the italian colonization yeah and oh my gosh that's a lot of influences in one household for growing yeah. up with them so did your mum or whoever was cooking assume it was your mum yeah a massive sexist there no yeah, um, my mum was a single parent oh, okay so yeah. cool yeah right. so her and you and any siblings doing the cooking yeah did you have access here to all the ingredients that she and you whoever's cooking yeah. would want to make everything from all those influences yeah of course because you in know in that sense then Camden Camden's so perfect cool, right? yeah in that sense definitely there's this amazing market in Kentish Town I think it's called Phoenicia right but my mum calls it something else because <laughs> why not it's an Arab but it's like run by like Arab people right and there's all sorts of things and the kind of meat that she looks for and everything yeah so that's in Cam- technically Camden yeah um, Kentish Town is Camden I guess yeah 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 and then um, everything else, yeah. Because the good thing about having a, like a strong community here is oh. that people, you know, we import stuff, we get stuff in Ethiopia, yeah. like coffee beans and everything that we need is just here. So, Is there anything um, Eritrean that is just the absolute tits? Like, is, is, is Ethiopian coffee, coffee way better than... It's exactly the same. <laughs> it's so lovely when you hear that. It's true. It's exactly the same. But do you know what I've realised, though? We get ripped off by coffee places. And to be oh. fair, I just came from Costa. Right. Yeah? So yeah. I'm not... You're hit. feeding the beast. Yeah, I'm feeding the beast, basically. <laughs> so, but if, like, my mum buys, like, a kilo of coffee beans, mm. where we... And she makes coffee every single day. Wow. Grinds, it, like, grinds the beans. Grinds yeah. the beans, cooks them, does all whoa, of that. Whoa, whoa, she even roasts them herself. Yeah. That's okay. quite normal You've where we've got a pretty snazzy mum, I think. <laughs> that is incredible. I thought I was a bit of a snazzy twat for just having one of them that you plug in and do the grinding of your beans. <laughs> even that only when I can be asked. Yeah. I got three layers of effort of a morning, and that is peak effort. <laughs> exactly for me, it would be peak effort. Yeah. But I think it's because it's a ritual, it's a process. Yeah. And then everyone sits together because they Love grind it. the beans, they put it in a particular kind of pot, which is the same pot that they use in like. Ethiopian restaurants right. if you had that I don't know no uh, and a it. small is there somewhere in London you can go and get that you can get it in any kind of Ethiopian or Eritrean restaurant they have it in Camden the... then in Camden yeah well Camden technically you have Queen of Sheba right which is like on that road that goes towards Tuffin Park okay yeah 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 I think I know what you mean and then there's Ali Bella and then in, Kent- in King's Cross we have Addis these are all Ethiopian Ooh, restaurants I've heard there. of Addis yeah Okay, I'll look these places up and put links to them in the podcast notes as I, for one, want to try them. Yeah. Five second rule, yes or no? Yes. Okay. I have to be honest, you know. No, I want you to be I'm honest. I'm bringing my whole self to this podcast. Thank I you so much. Just... Yeah, at home, definitely. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if, as I said, I'm an artist, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm lucky to be in a show right now, but guys, <laughs> the rest of the time... There is tumbleweed. Waste not, want not. not. Or waste, if you waste it, then no food for you, girl. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> yeah. It's tough, isn't it? It's tough out um, Is there anything that you would reckon that you eat in a particularly interesting way? Oh, this is a good question. Take your time. I think I may need to think about this one. Okay. Should we let that one simmer like, in the background? Like my... F- <laughs> 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 Do you know what's so amazing? What? I laugh like a beast. <laughs> Not as much as me. Is no, that but I you're laugh that you're mirroring amazing? me right now. My mum always says, don't laugh until the fourth date. Because I laugh like... <laughs> No, I'm not mirroring you. That's she, my laugh. I know, but that's my laugh. I laugh like laugh. a machine gun. <laughs> like that. I think she can attest to. I can't. Mm. I can't help. It's so embarrassing because yeah. I find random things funny. Right. Like weird things. So when I laugh, I laugh from the floor of my soul. <laughs> and it was at one point my mum was like, "If you want to get married, don't laugh until the fourth date because <laughs> it's too loud." <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> like, oh, shit. <laughs> but, because I want people to be acquainted with who I am, I'm just going to laugh. The Please way laugh, I laugh freely. I don't want any, I, don't, I never want a guest on this podcast who's not laughing until the fourth podcast. Yeah. What if we don't have time to do another three? <laughs> exactly. Um, also, I'm a comedian and I have the large, fragile ego of an oversized balloon. And if um, whoever I'm talking to doesn't laugh, my soul slowly gets sort of oh withered. Oh, my God. We are no, twin sisters. No, it? it's not. Like, I I, am, I have comedic qualities as well. Yes. And so, for me, my sole aim in life is to make people laugh. Yeah. And when I say something and it doesn't land, like, my soul yeah. is destroyed. Like, even talking about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm reliving all that trauma when the mic did not drop. When you were growing up and all that amazing stuff was happening in your home, like mm. you've got beans being roasted, coffee yeah. being made from scratch, yeah. <laughs> did you learn cooking, that stuff? Yeah. Did you? That's cool. It's weird because... And did you have siblings and did you all learn? Oh, I had so many siblings. Right. I lived in a house with like a thousand people because my mum, she wasn't only content with the four children she already had, uh-huh. she had to collect people as well. Lovely. So it was like an open house of so many people, like three rooms, but... Almost like a shelter sort yes. of thing. So I watch loads of people cook. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I feel like now I've developed my own kind of way of cooking. Tell me about your way of cooking. And also, does that made you, has that made you keen to feed people, take a lot of joy from Absolutely. cooking for people? Mm. Do you know what it is? When I cook for myself, I feel like it's very minimal. It's yeah. very like, you know. But when I cook for other people, it's like, you know, um, como agua para chocolate. Tell me what that means. It means like water for chocolate. This film is so amazing. Right? Yeah. I watched it when I was younger. Oh, I've heard of it. I've never seen it. Yes, you should watch it. It's yeah. basically based on this book by Laura Escobar. Sorry, mm. Spanish people, if I'm saying that wrong. But that's okay <laughs> because everyone gets my name wrong. So yeah, I, I was like going to say, look forward to listening to any Spanish listeners try and say, guy. Yes, I want you to say that. <laughs> really good Spanish accent thank you but she basically makes yeah. everything with love right. and it tastes so much and it's this weird film of like people sitting around eating this food and becoming orgasmic and they're like oh. <laughs> this sounds is very... right up my strouser <laughs> it does <laughs> no, but people I'm... really enjoying food yeah but like really on an orgasmic level you know yeah. what I mean and showing like they're enjoying the food it does stuff. sound like it might also be quite funny is it quite it's funny it's hilarious okay fine fine okay <laughs> 
you have to watch this film to yeah. enjoy the, the, the joy that I've got you know, <laughs> to experience that. So after, now I just make everything with love. Yeah. And makes everyone love me. I just trick people into loving me. Through That's an interesting thing, I think. I, I think a lot of people will very quickly attest to enjoying loving through feeding people. Mm. But actually, the feeling of being loved through having your food appreciated is the one that I think there's... A, in the same way that this podcast about eating, because I think that everyone goes, yeah, I love food, but I think they know I love eating. Yeah. It's not necessarily to do with just food. It's the act, the, the act. process. You're so deep, Jess. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I don't know about that. Deep like sea, you know, sea levels. It's, like, it's gone all Paolo Coelho. <laughs> We're really helping. <coughs> let's bring up. it. I'll make it. Let's bring it into like um, the modern times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Articulate. Take it out of that romantic philosophical. Yeah. What about the future and technology? So you spoke a bit about like um, veganism and cow farts and yeah. stuff. What's your take on all of that stuff? And then also. Do you have any idea of what eating will be like in the future or any hopes or any fears? Do you know what? I am secretly a little bit of a hypochondriac. Right. So I do think about food. In It's so weird. I'm like so black and white. Like right. in one sense, when I really want to like indulge, I will go and eat everything, yeah, yeah. anything that I want. But... Uh, also, at the same time, I'm aware of, like, how important it is to be aware of what you're eating and how that affects the environment. Mm-hmm. So, I, t- I try not to eat a lot of meat. Yeah. Because I know, it sounds weird, but I also feel like, you know, when an animal is killed, like, by eating the meat, you're almost inheriting, inherit, is that the word? I don't know, it's like taking on the fear of the animal before they're killed and all these other elements and it's just when I really start to think about yeah the animal that I'm eating because I could just eat but yeah. not think about it and be really unconscious and sometimes I force myself to be unconscious because if I was conscious then I would start thinking about all that factory shit and whatever and yeah. I just like but the reality is um, I don't know I'm scared about how our eating is going to be after Brexit yeah, because of the way the laws are going to change and how yeah. much bullshit we're going to get from certain places. Oh, like maybe I, I want to. I'm. I'm. I'm on the constant hunt for someone I can have a conversation with who can actually inform me, other than uh, an environmental science journalist, yeah. that can explain to me. Because it, from everything I've read so far, it just seems terrifying. We have to do a food trade deal with the US. That is the worst thing ever. That's so By the scary. sounds of it, we won't have to have any of the caps that we have on how much crap there is in our food in terms of additives, yep. sugars, salts, whatever. But the worst thing is there'll be no provenance. Most likely they won't do a trade deal with us if we say, but you have to put on the food where it's from and what's in it. And we are so privileged at the moment to have the rules in place that tell us on our food. We have so much information compared Absolutely. to, I think, pretty much anywhere else. Anywhere else, but even like, have do you know like U.S. olive oil? Yeah, because of the FDA rules, they don't really. It's not really olive oil. Really, it's not olives in it. There's no olives because it it costs too much money. Yeah. To because obviously olive oil is from the EU. 
Yeah, essentially. So Greece just, and Italy yeah. and yeah. But is is this gonna be a thing where if we don't know where our food comes from, yeah. then it could just like and obviously the way that we have been privileged mm. to know where our food comes from, is that gonna make everyone just start eating air and just go completely on the other side of things and just rely solely on like vegetables and stuff. Uh, I, I imagine a bit of both will happen. Unfortunately, yeah. though, I think the downside is it's always the people with at least access to information or financial means that are going to come out of things worst in terms of just having to consume what's in affordable so and in sad. supermarkets. But that's already happening anyway. In food banks, in some cases. Hey? Yeah. And it's, yeah, that is already happening anyway. Already happening. But that, imagine that exasperates to the point where, yeah, I mean, that the crap that's in the processed stuff that's available for cheap or for free mm. heartbreaking um, and then I think you'll see this rise amongst people of means or who are in a situation where they're lucky enough to have been educated by their upbringing or whatever as an mm. adult who will they, I think they'll, I think it's part of the uh, the drive behind this huge rise in veganism at the moment yeah. but it's I agree more I think and not agree more I think there's some, something so fascinating what you were saying about this um a connection to what you eat and yeah. a mindfulness in terms of what you eat. Absolutely. I struggle hugely to take my time and to do that all the time. And actually, I think one of the blanket safest ways to take a massive amount of that moral complexity out of what you're eating is to have a plantier diet, to eat less meat yeah. and less dairy because of what industrial farming is doing to the climate. Absolutely. Um, but I can't call myself a vegan. That's I, I because can't I'm not myself. a total one, and that really offends some vegans who are completely very, um, like like a religion, and in that way, and I respect it like a religion, in the sense that I, they believe it's fundamentally evil to ever kill an animal, and I absolutely don't. But I really want some connection to it if I'm going to. Yeah. Unless watch Here again, Earthlings. Hypocrite. Earthlings terrify. I just read the most amazing book called the ethical carnival yeah. by Louise Gray journalist. Oh, wow. tell me about earthlings to be honest I've only watched one or two minutes right and again that's because consciously I know I will it will, it will completely stop, stop everything so I have to be ready and prepared yeah. because a part of because I've been vegan before yeah um, as I said yeah, yeah part, for Lent yeah it's a yeah. part of my upbringing so I've known how to do it since I was young yeah and it's like if you start to really think about the fact when you eat meat it's it's terrifying yeah. actually so I, I think where I wonder whether there'll be this, this dissonance is where where we become more planty what yeah. I've found with the stretches that I've had where I have been completely vegan for a patch of time yeah. like you've had yeah. I don't know if you've found this but during those times the idea of meat very quickly and the taste of dairy very quickly become quite extreme things so extreme you walk, yeah you walk past the butchers and be like oh yeah you do whereas actually if you want to really ethically but still be omnivorous so you get to keep industry wildlife and everything working in a way where there are some mm. animals but say you kill them yourself or you're literally buying off a farmer that's that's killed them that week yeah. and they're sharing it out amongst the community or whatever or it's shipping it out to a seems that lots of people in gentrified bits of London anyway as well yeah. have access to farms just slightly outside of London or even rural farms where I don't know if you spend lots of money you can get ethically killed meat Absolutely. but it's extremely lots of money and then you think well, maybe that's how much meat should cost 
But then that the stuff that you can be eating for protein like that, I think tastes even like the meatiest meat, like game, mm. stuff like that. So if you've already given yourself this revulsion because mm. you've gone planty, but then you want to keep some animal protein that's ethically sourced, but it's going to be like the meatiest tasting meat. That's where I think there'll be some dissonance as well. I don't know how you... And I, also what I don't know if it's dissonance is the right word. I've said it three <laughs> times now. And it really suits you, can Well, it's either making me sound very clever or very not. But Jessica, we all know you're very clever. That's why your comedic timing is so important. Sorry about that. All the RP people out there. <laughs> <laughs> and sorry to anyone who's just confident again. That's not what dissonance That's- means. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free. Or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey everyone, I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You were talking about being skimped between acting jobs. Yeah. Been there, been there. Lots of self-employed people listening will have been there. Hi. Have you got any hot tips about like a great thing to make on a budget or a recipe that you go oh to God. when you're skimped? Oh my God, lentils. Can mm. we just take a moment to recognize the value of lentils? Blessed be the fruit, praise <laughs> be to lentils. Amen. Amen. Under his doll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, lentils are the way forward. Yeah. Literally, you could, they're like one pound and you can make like five curries with one pack of lentils from Sainsbury's. And the best way to make them is the Eritrean way. So I can just give you a few tips. Yes, please. It's just literally onions, cut up onions, a yeah. um, bit of oil, cut up some really finely chopped tomatoes, cook that. and then So they've it. like broken down a bit? Broken down a bit, mm. you can smell it. Oh. Bit of garlic, and if you like chilies, a bit of jalapeno in there. I really like chilies. Yeah, me too. Um, that sounded really weird, but sorry. Spicy. <laughs> 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 oh. um, yeah, and just... Soak your lentils for 10 mm. minutes. Okay. Put them in. That, okay. Yeah. Put them in, put some water and some stock. Mm. And obviously spice it up with whatever you like. Yeah. So anything that kind of goes with it, like cumin or turmeric mm. or all of those kind of flavors. And you Fit. have a curry. Literally, it's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice. So healthy as well. It's so healthy. Mm. You know, one of the, you know, when you're poor, you have no choice sometimes. Yeah. You, like, I find that I'm more healthier when I'm poor. Really? When I have. But that's because you know how to cook. Yeah. 
Yeah, I don't. But when I when like when I have a bit of money, yeah. I'm like, yes, hey, Pret a Manger, how are you doing? So I'm like, and then I realize like I'm just eating out a lot more. Yeah, it's just not really. As I said, I'm black and white. I know. Me so too. it's like, oh, it's more processed, but also it's so delicious. <laughs> yeah, so delicious. Favorite thing in Pret? Favorite. Oh. Got so many I've never there. asked anyone that before. Let's have some Pret Chat. Pret Chat. They're not sponsoring me. Yeah. So I love the tuna toasty. Oh, nice. It's okay. Just... By the way, that wasn't a fart. My flip flop skidded on the bench. <laughs> okay. We'll pretend that happened. I'm joking. <laughs> That's great air. No, that, that's true. Fine. Jessica's not lying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Sorry, you've just got me. I'm so passionate about this toasty. Yay! Get in. <laughs> but it's like, I can't have it every day, obviously, because then I won't be able to walk on stage. Yeah. Be <laughs> just roll on. Yeah. Um, well, also, you'd take the magic out if you had it every day. If someone told you you had to have a pret cheese, cheese and tuna toasty every day, I, I, how seriously do you think never you'd get never bored? No. That's a lie, because I do get bored. Yeah. Because I've got a very addictive personality. Right. So when I like something, I have it all the time. Yeah. So there was a point with that toasty, I was horrified of it. I hated it so much, because yeah. I had it literally every day. Yeah. Because I was so excited to have money. Yeah. Like, Roland's prep, like, yes, I got that three nine nine. Yeah, make my toasty. Oh, I don't think I've ever had it. Oh, I don't think I've ever had the tuna toasty. But I had, I had to have a long break. Okay. So I had a three-month hiatus. Lovely. Did you see other other toasties during yeah. that time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I went for the baguettes. Okay. Oh, 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 bigger and more expensive. To the <laughs> yeah. yeah, bigger and more, cost more yeah. money, you mm. know what I mean? So I went for more of a... I love it. A bourgeoisie. I'm all about the prep miso soup. And it's basically liquid salt. That is liquid what? salt with some what? mangy... Faux seaweed in it. I like it though. It's I a didn't guilty even know pleasure. They made it's one pound fifty. It's out of a packet, and you can tell that when you order it, they're going, "Who is this animal?" <laughs> 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 but it's like it's just like a, a. It's almost like a rehydration tablet. I haven't made it sound delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? That is actually because I have them all the time. Miso soups, just not from there. No, but the rehydration. Yeah. Oh, do you? But miso is as salty. Yeah. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know um, that if you have a rehydration um, sachet? Yeah, like one of those Dorolite ones. Before you, if you had a night out, before yeah. you go to sleep, if you're a bit drunk, yeah. have one of those. You wake up with less of a hangover. I've been given this hot tip and I've never done it because they make me wretch. They taste of soap to me. They, are, like they do taste of soap. But, it's but worth you just it. have to force it. Because I've never really found much benefit other than a glowing urination from a Barocca either. <laughs> <laughs> I've never felt Golden like, piss. oh, that's really lifted it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's been like, oh, that's a bit of fun looking yeah. in the lab. But I've never thought, all oh, my hangovers actually helped. Yeah. Been helped by that. No, not at all. But it does wake you up a little bit. Yeah. I like Alka a bit of seltzer. I'm all about the Alka seltzer. What is that? Oh, okay. It's like um, aspirin, salts, and minerals. It's basically a rehydration tablet, but with a bit of aspirin in it, and you drop it into a glass of water, and it fizzes up. It's a really 80s... I, I remember my parents having it as a hang, post-hangover, and you, it fizzes up in a glass of water, and then it's like salt. It's kind of like salty lemonade. So you can you have just, that, but you can't have a... Yeah, it's whatever in that dialogue that makes it soapy tasting. 
I can't bear it. Do you know what's so interesting? That we could unconsciously eat anything. Yeah. But you just can't even tap into that part of your mind when you're drinking rehydration sachets. This is, you're so right. Like, why do I switch off the button that says you're probably full when I'm smashing an entire block of galaxy? Yeah. But not when I'm having medicine. We're not our own best friends. We're not. Switch your brain off, guzzle the Diora light, sprinkle it in galaxy chunks. Yeah. Hi. Hi, five. You're so intelligent. I'm so intelligent. So smart. Dissonance. Dissonance. I'm so tempted to Google it, but I'm just going to leave it out I feel like we should. Yeah, shall we? But isn't it like going against something? Lack of harmony among musical notes. Lack of harmony is what I meant. Like you can't have that repulsion by me and that desire to have that real connection with it. A dissonance. A dissonance. Yes. Don't get my phone down. I can't. God, God, God. Feminism isn't watching this attempt at a high five. It's basically turned into a long... We look stupid. We're just holding hands. (laughs) (laughs) You know what it looks like? You know the WhatsApp praise hands? Oh, yeah. Just going like that. Great. Wish you could see this, guys. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) has food ever made you really angry or any other extreme emotion yes because sometimes and i think any person who's in this industry Mm -hmm. i'm like oh my god i should be you know like this is not very feminist thing to say but it's just we're we're here to be honest oh yeah this is the circle of truth Mm -hmm. and i'm about to put my truth in the circle (laughs) careful because if you put it in this circle i'll probably pick it up if it and nibble it. it, nibble it. Yeah, I'll nibble your truth. <laughs> oh, Sandra, sorry. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Get out. I won't. No. Oh. oh. Deep breath. Start again. Okay. <clears throat> what was I saying? Okay, so, you know what it is? I feel like sometimes there's so much pressure on women to look a certain way. Yep. And even though I am a bastion of being self, mm-hmm. um, I do sometimes feel pressure. So when I am... Um, Having a strawberry strawberry milkshake, yeah. I do think to myself, do you really need this? Right. Is this really going to change your life? Yeah. Are you? Is this a comfort situation? Yeah. yeah. Is this going to help your career? Yeah. But how funny! So, so there's a lot of things in that one sentence. Yeah. In so the deep. sense that it's like the question was whether there's emotion attached to it, but then actually that sounded more like you you have a, an analysis like an intellectual analysis and a dialogue when you're choosing yeah. what it is that you're going to eat or drink the emotional add-on to that is that there's then you would then attach a value to the thing yeah of oh, i say in my own case there and i'm working through it yeah really well these days actually hey. i i don't ever want to be skinny mini I'd have to be miserable to do that yeah um but also I don't want to have shame attached to delicious food Mm. I do think we should I don't think we should I think there's so much pressure on you especially when part of your job is being watched Mm -hmm. being photographed performing whatever I think things are changing Mm. I feel very lucky to be in comedy as opposed to just acting I do Mm -hmm. act as well but I think that comedy's got a little bit more wiggle room in it for the bigger lady absolutely <laughs> it's a crazy world 
when I'm in this situation where I, there'll be someone there who's super, super famous from yeah. the acting world, mm-hmm. they're as a rule invisible. <laughs> Do you know who your thing just got scared? Did how, it loud, just... <laughs> how loud that was? <laughs> no, it's true. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? They're Absolutely. like little sparrows. Yeah. Do you know what I... <laughs> For all of you listening, Jessica's doing an... <laughs> impression of impression all... Of invisible people. Women actors I've ever met who are very, very successful. They don't look very happy. They look yeah. peckish. Yeah, peckish. Totally. So, yeah, speaking of peckish... Yeah. That is um, generally my life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. For me, it's... There's so many things that we have to think about yeah. all the time. And I don't know. Like, I feel like I don't want to adhere to it. But at the same time, I also want to be healthy. And I, there's just so many things going on. So I very, very hard, isn't it, to be the most loving of yourself possible? Yeah, because it's an act of revolution to love yourself yeah. in this time, especially because so many people are giving you... Uh, ideas about who you should be or you would be more successful like, I've had people saying to me you'd be more successful if you were a lot thinner and I'm like it makes me want to puke in their face it's basically yeah and maybe but also do you ever think that do you ever believe it or do you ever have that com- I've, I've had that conversation with myself and I have to shut it down I shut it down because you have to because it's not it's just awful it's just that it's, it's, it's not but it's not true. There's a... Mm-hmm. Ultimately, there, there might be sections of an industry, acting included, where that is going to be what some people are looking for. Yeah. But we are people who yeah. are more than just what we do for a job. 100%. And you are the person in your body who you are. And you know when you're being... You know when you're being kind to yourself in terms of eating well, exercising well, sleeping well what sorts of relationships you're getting yourself in and out mm. of, what your lifestyle's looking like. <laughs> that, for me, is the constant sort of juggle. It's like, God, you know, like, really, I'm really smashing out the gym visits this week. Shame about the 19 pints. <laughs> Balance. Yeah. Okay. Balance. I'm in my tongue. Oh, I want to ask you, what's the most romantic meal you ever had? That's a hard question. I asked a bloke this. Oh, that is very sexist of me. I asked, <laughs> I, I, I asked a guest this, and he was like, once me and my ex-girlfriend got burgers to take away. <laughs> <laughs> so just, that's where the bar's at. I feel like... Food. <laughs> it's a hard no question. No, okay. Now I have to think. Like, <laughs> no, how do I? I mean, there's literally no pressure. <laughs> All right. So let's be honest about this. Um, I would say food I make myself. Yeah. Like if I'm with my partner and I cook food. Yeah. I again infuse it with love. Love. Oh. So eating at home. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, I think there's nothing more romantic than actually just putting energy into the food and making it yourself and you know what I mean because yeah, anyone yeah. can go out to a restaurant well, do your partner and, cook no I don't have one at the moment oh, but thanks for bringing that up 
that's what I wanted to talk about, my loneliness. Anyway, <laughs> as you can tell, maybe he didn't appreciate my food as much as I thought he would. He's not here anymore. Anyway, <laughs> moving forward. Absolutely um, nailing it in many ways, yes. unlike the next parking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so can we um, move on quickly? Yes, yeah. um, If there was nothing else left in the world, um, would you eat a person? I feel like I would. Have, who Good has not asked themselves this after watching that film? You Which know, film? They, There's like quite a lot of films. If you're talking about Book of Eli, that is terrifying. No. Okay. Good. I'm that talking about the up. one back in the day when they they crashed the plane and they're on this mountainside with the snow, based on the Uruguayan rugby team. Was it based on the Uruguayan rugby the team? The Uruguayan under-21s rugby team crashed on a plane and they survived by eating the good one. Nice. So that's what it's based on. But I saw that years ago. Right. And, yeah, what, like, any, I haven't seen in a moment where you have to survive, yeah. you would do anything to survive, am I? Yeah. Even though it would be horrifying, you'd still do it. Oh. I think they, they, they made it into something delicious. That Uruguayan under 21 sounds really tasty. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done any sort of competitive eating? I mean, I don't mean have you entered an no. official competition. I just, I don't even, I don't even like, to, who would do that? But I mean, I don't even really eat in public like that. Really? Yeah, no. I mean, I do sometimes when... I'm sorry for making you eat an apple and um, courgette vegan muffin in a, in this company. Yeah, and, and can I add there are other people here? So Jessica there are just made people me. Here. No, <laughs> no, I really. They're here to check that we don't do anything terrible. I think. I think. Have we done anything <laughs> terrible? <laughs> They're shaking their heads. We're joined by people who are produced PR, PR production, production for this amazing plate of. The jungle. The jungle. The jungle. The jungle. And again, the, the jungle. jungle. And I can I just congratulate you two sat over there on being able to smell my vegan muffins and resisting. Congratulations. I'm being sarcastic. You're it's really good at being very sarcastic. Very easy to resist vegan cakes. <laughs> <laughs> um no competitive eating. You don't eat in public. I do eat in public. I, I just feel like, like I want you to get over that, you know. I used to not be able to have a poo-poo in a public place and then I have my baby. Now I do a poo-poo anywhere. Time is of the essence. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. No, I do eat in public. I just don't like people watching me eat. I find that really Fine. awkward. Like, why are you watching me? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So actually, this podcast could have been torturous if we'd gone for a whole lunch or something. Exactly. Thank in a you. way, I gifted you a tiny morsel yeah I feel like you really considered me in this whole process absolutely respect have you got a favourite nationality of food oh that's a good question um I like Mexican food and I love Thai food Mm, me too and just generally African food right um I like a bit of spice in my life spice of life so anything ziga ziga oh Spice up your life! Spice up your life! Hello, <laughs> <laughs> Say scrum diddly umptious. No! And then you can be in my podcast. Scrum diddly umptious. An update to the human. 
Human? Human. I sounded like BFG. <laughs> <laughs> it's like BFG. A human, okay. A human Guzzledecamp. <laughs> <laughs> human bean. Here's your scenario. An update to the human brain and heart becomes available, like a sort of upgrade that's harmless. You just close your eyes and um, and it's sort of in there. And what this upgrade does is it increases people's general humanity, their compassion, their empathy. Hence, it will probably lead to some awesome worldwide peace and a vastly reduced number of people being displaced or unwelcome or scared in the world. But the upgrade serum is hidden at the top of a windy, snowy mountain guarded by walls. And the only way that... um, we can get to it is if you and it has to be you now <laughs> jog, jog all the way to the top without stopping it's so high and so steep and then when they get to the wolves they've agreed to only disperse if once you get to the top you do a full 24 minutes of flossing which we all know wolves love do you know that's the dance from Fortnite? um it almost seems physically impossible but you do it! You're a hero! You've really helped the world! But you're very sweaty and tired. You're absolutely pooped. You're allowed to shower or whatever you need to feel like, sort of like, back to life. And your reward is a feast of your dreams. I want to know what you're eating, what you're drinking, where and who with. Nothing in this has to be physically possible. These people don't even have to be alive. They can be fictional, they can be famous, they can be... You can be alone. You can do what you like. So I have to choose a food and choose people I would eat it with. What you can choose more than one food if you want. You can invent a food. Oh my god! Why are you so good at creating dream scenarios? So I've saved the world. Yeah, so I've, uh, and I've jogged oh. up. A, I've jogged up a mountain. So I deserve the food at the end. You, you are, you've never been more deserving of something glorious. In your, I mean, your. This is a great state of being. I would have tacos. Oh, oh, and I would have. Sorry to the vegans out there, even though I've spewed. It so doesn't much matter. Ethics are all aside. Ethics are all aside. Aside, because I've changed the world. Yeah. Essentially, ethics. I am the most ethical person. Totally. Who's allowed to have a moment? That to cow not had be died ethical. anyway, yeah. and this is saving waste. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> I would have mixed meats. Mm. So I would have one that was steak taco, one that was chicken, and one that was mixed with both. (gasps) Because then how do you know what? What? (laughs) So, and guac, Mm. and all the sauces, because they have a salsa verde. Mm -hmm. Hello to our Spanish people out there. Um, Actually, it's Mexican. Let's, Let's not, yeah. Yeah. Let's not do that. <laughs> I would have every kind of sauce, and then I would have a limonata. Ooh, San Pellegrino limonata. Have you ever had this? It, I mean, no. Tell me about it in case I haven't. I know the cans. Of San yeah, Pellegrino. the can, but yeah. the can in a glass with some ripped mint <gasps> and lots of lime. And oh. anyone who knows me knows that I love lime. Mm, I could okay. be baptized in lime, nice, and still be really happy and not bitter see what I did there Bang. so smart <laughs> anyway yes and who would I eat with I would eat with Jessica me Fork Stew no one's no one has invited me until this point no because I'm too busy eating so I need someone to entertain the other folk right oh and I'm you're... there as a dancing clown yeah great but then I have spent 
24 minutes doing the... You know, I mean, you've earned whatever you want. Yeah. I'm really happy to be incorporated into it in this way. It could just, like, sort of be a double act. So when I'm not yeah. eating, then I'd be like, hey, oh, my God, guys, oh, and then I, thing? Yep, okay, cool, 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 cool. And cool. then I would have... Who would I have? I would have... This is a hard question. Mm. Anais Nin. Okay. That's a wild choice. I don't know why I picked that, just to look smart, because obviously she writes books and shit. Brilliant. Um, brilliant. Uh, I would have... <laughs> <laughs> I put a bit more in the podcast notes than she writes books and shit. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, who would I... <laughs> who do I actually... I like Tilda Swinton. So oh, I love her. I love her. Because I just want to know what the... How does she just live her best she life? She looks like time? she'd eat a taco in a fit way as well, didn't yeah. she? She'd probably do it without, like... If she even slobbered bits, she'd make that look fit. So we just stop eating and just look at her? Yeah. Oh, Tilda. Yeah, Tilda. Yeah, I'd have Tilda Swinton. Do you know what it is? I don't really care about famous people. No. Well, they don't have any more of them there, then. What about people from real life? From real life? Um, Nah. (laughs) Nah. (laughs) (laughs) There's too many people in real life. Oh, really? So it's kind of everyone or no one. Don't want to offend... I'd rather just be alone. Right, fine. Yeah. And with you. Yeah. And Tilda. At Tilda and Anais. Okay. And I would have Marianne Jean Baptiste. Okay. She I love her. Yeah. And I don't know if there's any other explanation apart from I just love her. It's just love. And I just want to know what she how she does things and yeah. how she lives her life. Oh. And that would be great. And you're gonna learn all this over Limonata and Tacos. Totally. <laughs> I mean once you've you listen when you season the limonata mm. with the with the mint and the lime, guys. Go and do that, and then okay. come back to me and okay. un- tell me that is not a slice of heaven. What a warm, beautiful, funny human Nahel is. Thank you so much, Nahel. Follow her everywhere online. It's Nahela Speaks. It's at N A H E L L A Speak Z. And more importantly, I implore you to see the play she's in that we were on the set of. The Jungle. It's at the Playhouse by Embankment in London. I cried and I cried and I thought and I thought. And it's inspired me to all sorts of actions, actually. It's incredibly well crafted in every respect. And it's so grave and so timely. It's on until November. Please go. There's a link in the podcast notes of the tickets. They're available just from the National Theatre website. Just internet search The Jungle, The Play. Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. Spread the words, please. Rate, review, subscribe. Five stars, please. Follow us all on all the socials at The Hoovering Pod. And you can email me through my website, jessicafosterq.com. And indeed, I'm on all the socials too, at jessicafosterq. Please know that if you're listening to this, let alone telling others about it in any way, shape or form, let alone helping to fund it through the excellent patreon.com forward slash the hoovering pod, where I swap prizes for monthly donations. I can't impress my gratitude on you enough. Thank you so loads. Hoovering is produced by Emma Corsham and the music is by Mike Greenway. Until next week, happy hoovering. 
Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.